Hello and welcome to the 10th instalment of our local radio and podcast series, Collie Just Transition. If you're wondering what's happening in the town of Collie beyond the life of the coal industry, you're in the right place. As you may have heard in our previous episodes, the Just Transition process is an internationally recognised framework for supporting impacted workers and communities in the transition away from emission-intensive industries like coal. And as we know, this is increasingly becoming a focus for government and industries around the globe. Collie Community Radio is working in partnership with the WA Government to bring you all the latest information about this process. This episode is a special one, as it marks one year of the Collie Just Transition radio and podcast show. We kicked off this series in November last year, and since then we've spoken to Jody Hands, the local member, industry representatives, South Regional TAFE, the Minister for Energy, and many more people working to secure Collie a bright, sustainable future. In our last episode, we spoke about mental health in Collie and the different support available to the community in and around the region. This time, we are talking about the year that was. It was a big year for Collie, and if you missed it, there has been some big milestones and achievements this year. We're also going to get an exclusive insight into what 2023 might bring for Collie. Joining us is Annalise Dorita, the manager of the WA Government's Collie Delivery Unit and our resident Collie local, John Carney, also from the Collie Delivery Unit. Hello to both of you and welcome to Collie Community Radio. Thank you, Nola. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Thanks, Nola. It certainly has been a big year for Collie. Annalise, as the manager of the Collie Delivery Unit, can you tell us a bit more about some of the major milestones or announcements in case any of our listeners missed it? Of course. As we know, there is an increased demand globally to move away from carbon-intensive industries, and the state government made some big announcements for the region, moving Collie into its next chapter. In June, the WA government announced its plan to retire the state's remaining coal-fired power stations in a phased, managed approach in the years to 2029. Initially, it was a sad day for Collie. Many people know Collie for its coal, and the workers in Collie have a rich history of powering our state. Having an end date made it feel like a reality for many workers. The WA government recognised there would be significant adjustments while the town transitions away from its reliance on coal. And that is why it was also announced in June that the WA government was investing a further $547.4 million into the region, known as the Collie Just Transition Package, which was in addition to more than $115 million already committed to diversifying the Collie region. The aim of the Collie Just Transition Package is to attract new and emerging industries, provide support and advice for workers and businesses impacted by state-run coal power stations. Some of the funding allocated includes a new $200 million Collie Industrial Transition Fund to attract major projects and new industries to create new high-quality blue-collar jobs in the region, money to expand our team, the Collie Delivery Unit, and $21 million for additional training and workforce support. Many of your listeners, Nola, might recall we had WA's Energy Minister, Bill Johnston, chat about this just after the announcement in June. And he provided an incredible insight into how this will further diversify Collie's economy ahead of 2029. 
Yes, that's right. That was episode six. And it was so great to hear firsthand what the package meant for the future of Collie. So that was six months ago. Can you tell us a bit more about what's been implemented since the announcement? Yes, of course. Um, as I said earlier, um, some of the money funding was for um, our team, the Collie Delivery Unit. We have expanded our team with a new director and a communications officer. And there are two more positions to be filled in early January, one of which will be another Collie local. The major part of the funding was $200 million Collie Industrial Transition Fund, and that opened for business officially last week. The WA government has now called on companies looking to establish operations in Collie to express their interest. The government has specifically designed this fund and process to attract companies within three priority sectors, green manufacturing or minerals processing, energy-intensive industries, and future clean energy industries. This is designed to leverage Collie's existing skilled workforce and offer long-term sustainable jobs to affected workers and other people in town. We are very much looking forward to starting the conversation with industry bodies and we're expecting this might attract attention from interstate and even international companies. Funding was also allocated in the transition package to the establishment of a dedicated Jobs and Skills Centre in Collie. Jobs and Skills Centres offer services for the affected workers in the coming years. They will be good. They will offer services about jobs, uh, provide advice about jobs, about skills, about training, and also offer fee-free training for not just for the affected workers, but also for all people in town. The centre is currently working out of the Collie TAFE campus, but will be moving closer into town by in, in its facility in the heart of Collie. Sounds like things have progressed smoothly over the last six months. Yes, fairly smoothly, thankfully. We must give credit to the community members, unions, industry representatives and those at South Regional TAFE and Collies Chamber of Commerce for all their work in the Just Transition Working Group. They committed themselves to Collie every six weeks for the meeting and it's been a big year of small but positive steps towards a bright future for Collie. John, how has the year been with the Just Transition Working Group? Were there any major focuses for the year? Yeah, thanks, Nola. Yeah, it was a great year. The Just Transition Working Group meetings and its members have certainly done the groundwork in putting Collie on the map. The Premier, Ministers, local members and Government DDGs have attended Just Transition Working Group meetings this year, including this month representatives from Canberra, from the Department of the Prime Minister and Cabinet. The subgroup, Celebrating Collie, had a major focus in 2022 and successfully brought the community together. There was two anchor um, major events during the year. One was the gala dinner, which was held out at the Wellington Dam Quarry back in October. And the more recent one was the South 32 Hello Summer Concert. This was a family event, which was held in Central Park and uh, there was food vans, the street was blocked off, there were three bands and it was um, anchored by Black Sorrows and the, the night and all the feedback we've had was a great success. So along with contributing to other spectacular Collie events for the year as part of the Kaya Collie event programming. The Just Transition meetings have now concluded for the year and new dates have been set for 2023. Thanks John. You mentioned the efforts of putting Collie on the map. 
Annalise, can you share a little bit more about how this is done, particularly how this has been done this year? It's been really been a collaborative effort. The Collie Delivery Unit works very closely with other government agencies, including the South West Development Commission, the Department of Job, Tourism, Science and Innovation, local government, and of course the stakeholders within the community and beyond that represent Collie and its workforce at the Just Transition Working Group meeting. The main goal of the new $200 million fund was putting Collie and its incredibly skilled workforce on the map to attract interstate and international industries. This is done, for example, through a breakfast of the breakfast and industry breakfast a few months ago. WA's Minister for Regional Development, Alana McTiernan, was the keynote speaker, and Jody Hans, the local member, also played a key role in communicating the transformation of the Collie region. This generated a lot of conversation between the WA government and potential investors and proponents. There were a few events that Collie had the opportunity to engage in this year. What was on offer to those that attended? Yeah, there were, and there was a great turnout. The CDU ran a community forum on energy transformation in September. Guests were offered an opportunity to have their questions answered and learn more about the state's first steps towards net zero emissions by 2050 and what this would mean for colleagues. The South West Development Commission also hosted a industries event early in the year and more recently a colleague new industries event. This was a chance to hear directly from industry and state government representatives about the new industries and jobs emerging in Kali and what the future of Kali looks like in this, as the state shifts away from carbon-intensive industries like coal. Representatives from emerging companies including Canaponics, Frontline Fire and Rescue, International Graphite, West Track and Quantum Filtration Medium spoke about the upcoming jobs for the region. These companies were recipients of small to large state government grants to help establish or build operations in Collie. The Premier also attended the Collie New Industries event at the end of November to inform the community himself about the opening of the new $200 million fund, which he had announced to the media only half an hour beforehand. These events were all attended by Collie local residents, affected workers, their family members and members of the wider Collie community. John, as a long-time Collie local yourself, how do you think the town's journey so far has been received by the community? By all accounts, Nola, the reception has been incredibly positive. Everyone involved in the transition of Collie does their best to talk to the locals at every chance to generally understand how they're feeling along the journey, including what might make it easier for them, their family or the community. On a personal note, Speaking to people around town, I've noted there is a genuine interest in the process and what's happening. There are plenty of questions, which is good, because as we know, curiosity drives us to discover new opportunities. And we want these questions, so please keep them coming. Do you think the community has felt or seen any impact so far? Absolutely. Locals have told me, and the stakeholders directly involved in the Just Transition working group meeting, that yes, they have felt a direct impact. It has been a very positive, and it was mentioned quite a few times from the audience at the recent New Industries Forum during question time. We've had local attraction seeing a major increase of visitors through the town and affected workers feeling genuine support from their employers, their community, and the local and state government. This is what matters to us, 
at the end of the day. And I'm sure Annalise would agree with me on that. We want to assure the local community in every way possible that the state government and everyone involved is working hard to sec secure Collie a bright future. Every person involved is working hard to make sure nobody is left behind and that Collie's future brings plenty of opportunities, not just for tomorrow, but for generations to come. I think many of our listeners will resonate with that. Thank you, John. It certainly sounds like you've all been busy this year. Annalise, how do you think the community is feeling about the next chapter for Collie? I think there is optimism and a genuine interest to upskill and diversify expertise, which comes with good timing um, now that the, with the establishment of the new Jobs and Skills Centre. Of course there has been challenging times, and there may continue to be, but we all know all community locals and those involved in the transition process have something in common. They all want to see Collie thrive. I also think that there is a renewed sense of confidence in the support available during these tough times. A major focus for the Just Transition Working Group over the last few months was mental health supporting colleagues, not just for the affected workers, but for the wider community as well, during a time in which the town is redefining its legacy. That's right. Our last episode touched on this at length for anybody that missed it. Our last question for you today, Annalise, what can the Collie community expect for 2023? We have a big year planned, particularly so with the expression of interest phase of the newest fund now open. We expect to receive many submissions after the holiday period and start the conversation with some industrial companies looking to establish operations in Collie. In the new year, we are also placing a big focus on the Collie community. We'll probably hold additional community forums where community members can ask questions in person. There are exciting and affordable opportunities for people to get involved in the Jobs and Skills Centre, which should be opening its storefront in the centre of town by mid-2023. There will be a community-focused presentation from the Jobs and Skills Centre and an official opening. The Collie Delivery Unit is also prioritising its communication efforts to speak more openly with the community in and around the Collie region. It is important that all stakeholders, workers, small businesses and the community are well informed about Collie's just transition process. This brings to life the vision of the Collie Delivery Unit expansion, particularly now with the communications officer on board. We're looking at ways to engage with locals more and open more channels for people to feel informed have their voices heard and feel empowered as a member of the Collie community that is transitioning through this journey. Be sure to keep an eye out for the Just Transition newsletter. We did two editions in 2022 and we're hoping to increase our efforts in 2023 to keep locals informed of all the good news coming out of the community. For those that prefer to read their news online, we'll also be looking to introduce a digital newsletter that the community can receive direct to their inbox. People will have more of an ability to stay informed of the progress and speak to the Collie Delivery Unit to ask questions or give feedback. And of course, people are always welcome to visit us down at our Collie office at 63 Throssell Street, better known as the old post office building. We also intend to continue bringing your listeners a fresh insight every six weeks in 2023 with these radio interviews and podcast segments. 
So on behalf of the Collie Delivery Unit, we would like to thank you too, Nola, for your commitment to spreading the word about the Just Transition process to the community. We really do have lots planned and we're looking forward to bringing in the new year by taking more small but incredibly positive steps towards securing a bright future for Collie. Thank you, Annalise and John. Thank you for the insight and we look forward to hearing more in the new year. Thank you, Nola. As always, this has been an incredible opportunity to share with your listeners all that's happening around Collie's Just Transition process. Thanks, Nola. And I hope you enjoy a well-earned break over Christmas. And yourself too. Thank you.